Welcome everyone to the second episode of Day One in Tech. You may notice that there's actually a little jingle playing in the background this time around. <laughs> That's actually the intro for the podcast. Uh, huge shout out to the Anyways Band for creating this for the podcast. Please check them out on Spotify. They're incredible. They have two great songs out on Spotify now. And huge thank you to Jordan Estrada, my friend from the band and former colleague. I truly can't thank him enough and hope to have him on the show very soon. Actually, let me rephrase that. He's going to be on the show very soon. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> All right. So this is the very second episode of the podcast. And please, I'm not always going to say this, but for this time, please check out the related blog post for this podcast. For this episode particularly, there's going to be so many helpful links in that blog post, so you're definitely going to want to check it out. If you're watching this on TikTok or any of our other social media platforms, please go check out that blog post. Uh, just search Day One in Tech in your browser, and you should it should take you straight to our website. <laughs> All right, thank you. And with that, we can go ahead and proceed. Uh, so what are we going to be talking about today in the second episode of Day One in Tech? Today, we're going to be talking all about creating your resume for that dream entry-level position. <clears throat> so what are we going to be talking about today for the second episode of Day One in Tech? Today is going to be all about creating your resume for that entry-level tech position. And if you have no idea what you want your entry-level tech position to be, that's also going to be covered today. Yep. So... Very first steps, if you're lost, confused, and have no idea what to do, please do not fret, please do not fear. All you need is a slight interest in tech, and I can work with that. We will get you to that entry-level position. So what you're going to want to do is get to LinkedIn Jobs. If you don't have a LinkedIn also, uh, please make sure to sign up for one. Even if you don't set it up completely yet, just sign up. It's going to be very helpful in the long run. And I'll have a later episode detailing how to really make your LinkedIn stand out. If there's anyone sort of focused in optimizing LinkedIn pages, please feel free to reach out. And I'd love to have you as a guest when we cover that topic. So you're going to go ahead and get to LinkedIn jobs. And now from here, we're going to go ahead and search keywords that interest you. This could be technology. This could be research. Uh, the sky is the limit, cloud, any, anything you know of, anything that you might be interested in, no matter how gen general. And then go ahead and filter by entry-level positions and internships only. Now that you have that list, go through a few of those job descriptions. And when I say a few, I mean go through quite a couple. And then just kind of see what catches your eye, what interests you. Pay attention to the job descriptions. Uh, do the responsibilities that they outline sort of align with what you have in mind for your day-to-day -day life? If so, it might be something worth considering. Start to make a short list of maybe around five position or job titles that interest you at this point in time. Now, we're going to take those five job titles. Go ahead and really start to look them over and kind of decide which one is interesting you the most which one kind of feels like you're calling at the moment we're fickle people so it could be ever-changing and that's okay 
So you're going to want to hunker down on one of those options and just start to search specifically for that job title and see around three to five solid job descriptions. Copy all of those, paste it in some form of document, and then we can get started on the next portion of creating your roadmap towards this position. So now you're going to want to start categorizing what you're seeing in these job descriptions in one of three categories. Are they asking for a skill? Are they asking for a certification? Or are they asking for some form of education? So how do I differentiate these? Skills are sort of keywords, communication, customer success, agile, agile. Words like that are keywords and their skills that the employer is looking for in a candidate. Go ahead and make a short list of these skills. See if there's any that are in multiple of those job listings that you found. Let's say you found three job listings and all of them are asking for agile. That's probably a very important part of this job and you definitely want to have that at the top of your short list. So skills are great. And these keywords are great because now take this short list of skills that you've sort of gathered up and start to search for them in your browser, either on LinkedIn Learning, Udemy, or good old-fashioned YouTube. The internet has a limitless amount of free resources, and if there's paid resources, they're typically solid as well. Now, skills are great because in a few videos, you should be able to understand what this skill is, how it's used in the workplace, and be able to explain it to someone else at a high level. Test yourself. Ask your friend if they want to learn about something that you learned about, and then just lay it on them at a very high level and see if you're able to explain it to them without issues. If you can, you likely know the topic well enough to speak about it in an interview, which is what you're looking for. Don't expect to be a master of the topic right out the gate, and no job is going to expect you to be a master of the topic right out the gate for an entry-level position. All you need is a willingness to learn. Now, see if there's any certifications that the employer is asking for related to these skills. If it's a project management position, it could be that they're all asking for the PMP certification, or if it's a IT position, they could all be asking for the A-plus CompTIA certification. Whatever certificate they're all seemingly asking for, start to gather a short list of these certifications as well. Certification and skills go hand in hand. Certifications are essentially exams that you will take either online or in an exam center where you can prove that you understand the skills and the subject matter that was covered. Certifications are often offered by large level companies, and this in itself adds a good amount of reputation to your resume. If it's backed by AWS, that's a solid market leader, and having a certification from them definitely doesn't hurt your resume. Now, I believe that skills and certifications work hand in hand. There's a lot of controversy within the industry. Some people say that certifications aren't worth anything, especially for entry-level people, as they don't necessarily prove that you do have a working knowledge of the subject that you studied. 
in a sense, I do sort of agree with this. It isn't a complete indicator that you truly understand what you learned. Neither is accomplishing a LinkedIn learning course or Udemy course. So now this is where combining certifications and skills is going to come into play. Now you're going to take those newfound skills and those certifications that you've earned and combine them to make personal projects that you can present to employers or speak about to the employers so that they can see that you not only learned about these subjects, but now have a working knowledge and can provide something tangible showing your efforts. An example of this is I got AWS certified. Essentially, AWS is a certification in the cloud. Cloud is essentially where we can borrow computer and network resources from companies like Amazon and deploy them near instantly for our applications. I took the skills that I learned from that certification and I created a Minecraft server that me and my siblings can play on. It sounds simple. It sounds like, man, an employer wouldn't be impressed by this, but they are. Any employer that I've spoken to about this project always seems interested and is happy that I learned something like this. So make it fun. Um, so definitely make it fun. Have fun with it. If you learned about customer success, draft up a fake proposal for a customer. Now, don't think I'm dismissing education. I believe that education is a fundamental part of your qualifications, or at least it should be, especially when you're applying for mid-level positions. That's really when I think degree started to come into play for me as I didn't have a degree for the first three years of my tech career. And I don't feel it really held me back not having a degree at that point. But once I started applying for mid-level positions, it definitely started to come into play as you're competing with people who do have their bachelor's degree and sometimes people even have their master's degree at this point in time. So it definitely helps to get you through HR and for them to even take a look at you and give you an interview if you meet those if you have similar education qualifications. However, I think your goal should definitely be on attaining experience first and foremost. Um, <clears throat> I had three years of experience before I even completed my bachelor's degree. And that was full-time experience. I think anyone should be focused on that rather than education, especially because we don't all have the means to pay for ourselves to continue our education. I definitely understand that. And <clears throat> so since we don't all have the means to continue our education, certifications are a great placeholder and skill courses as they're often very cheap and can still help you obtain an entry-level position. And once you have an entry-level position, you can use the funds that you're gaining from this entry-level position to pay your way through school much easier. And oftentimes, employers will even cover a portion or all of your education. So I just want to be completely transparent uh, on the website for the blog. The only referral link I used is the link for the continuing education at WGU. It's a university based in Salt Lake City, Utah. The only reason I recommend it is they're not paying me. I simply am a graduate from WGU, 
and I strongly believe in their education system. They mix certifications with the education. So when you complete a course, you'll oftentimes complete a certification as well, which will definitely strengthen your resume once you're finished with school. And it's completely remote and online, so you can definitely work it around a full-time. Now for education, there's two other strong options I'd consider. Please check out the Grow with Google link that's in the blog. Google has some career certification courses that are provided directly by Google and have a strong reputation. And so if the position that you're aiming for is covered by one of these career certificates, it may be easier to go that route. It's a much shorter path. Google has provided these courses that are more easily completable within six to eight months and are much lower in terms of cost and a monthly basis uh, so that more qualified candidates can quickly enter the market. They noticed that there was a gap in qualified candidates and an excess of available positions. So it's a great opportunity if they offer a course that aligns with the position that you're aiming to obtain. Lastly, I'm a strong advocate for boot camps as well. I know they've been very successful for others. Unfortunately, I don't have any experience with the bootcamp myself, so I can't exactly recommend one. But if you do have any experience with the bootcamp, please comment it or share it with those in the Discord. And on that note, please join the Discord. It's a free Discord for resume, career, and interview advice. I created it like a year ago, and I've always wanted to assist others in their career journey. So please join the Discord and I'll make sure to help you any way I can. Please note that the forms aren't perfect yet on the Discord. So if you do submit a form for career guidance or resume advice, please also send me a message in the Discord. And that way I'll definitely take a look at it as I don't always get notified when someone submits. All right. And that concludes this week's podcast. Next week is going to be interview preparation. And following that, we're going to have our very first guest. So Stick tuned, and next week I'm going to talk a little bit more about who that guest is going to be and a little bit more of what they're specified in. But I'll give you a hint. It also goes hand-in-hand with career guidance. Thank you so much, and I hope you all have a great day.